Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Josefa Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Welcome, everybody. Episode 74 of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today I am in Stockholm and sitting next to me is Melanie from Austin. Melanie, welcome to the show. Thanks. How are you doing? How are you liking Stockholm? Stockholm is a very nice city. It's really nice to be here in the summer too. Yeah, it's, I think uh, it's really the only time that you want to be in Sweden because in the winter it's basically dark and cold. So. Yeah, that's what I hear. So are you staying at an Airbnb right now? Right now I'm at a hostel, but um, continuing on to Helsinki, Finland, where I will be staying in an Airbnb for the next four nights. Sweet. Well, I am staying at an Airbnb in Stockholm and it was a great deal. And so I'm very happy to be here. Um, but let's, uh, let's hear a bit more about you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm currently a full-time student in Austin, Texas, and... Um, I left my job back in January of 2015, and so um, I've been using Airbnb for a while and actually using Airbnb to supplement my student uh, income right now. So what kind of listing do you have? So right now um, I live in a three-bedroom, three-bath house, and I have one other roommate, so we have another bedroom and bath um, in our home. So you have basically have a spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you you guys rented out together. Yes. Okay. And how's that been going? Pretty good. Um. So we don't rent it out all the time. Um. Our biggest time to rent is usually in March during South by Southwest, which is um by far the biggest time for tourists to visit uh, Austin, Texas. And so if you're not familiar with what South by Southwest is. Um, it is a music and film festival. It spans about 10 days and there's also an interactive portion. So we have people that are doing startups from all over the world visiting Austin and often need places to stay. Interesting. And do you ever rent out the other rooms or is it just the one room? No, we've just done the one room. Um, we thought about the other rooms, but since we're home pretty regularly and we've got the extra bedroom that has a bathroom in suite uh-huh. that has been the best option for us okay and when, when did you start renting out so we started renting out in 2013 2013 okay so that's a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and is it is it just around march that you rent it out or, or do you do it sometimes during the rest of the year as well For now, we've just done in the springtime, but definitely given thought to the other major events in Austin, like Austin City Limits and um, some of the other big festivals that we've got in town. 
But the other thing that we faced in Austin is they are building a number of new hotels. So I did notice from 2013 to 2014, there wasn't as uh, much excitement for Airbnb just because we had so many new hotels offering really low prices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Austin was one of the first places that the founders of Airbnb um, used Airbnb themselves. Um, they stayed, uh, I think it was 2008, they stayed at an Airbnb in Austin hmm. uh, for Southwest, uh, what's it called? South by Southwest? South by Southwest. Yeah, and I remember this because they realized back then they were still doing cash transactions. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, whoever was staying with, uh, with their host, they would just pay them in cash on arrival. Mm-hmm. And so when they were staying at, the, at this Airbnb place, they, they found it a little bit awkward to to do this cash transaction, you know. The, that is a bit awkward. They, they didn't have cash, and they, so they had to go to the cash machine. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, then, and that's when they figured we should probably implement like a payment system and so mm-hmm. that people don't have to worry about, uh, about the cash. Yeah. So what, what's your experience so far with, with Airbnb? Do you have any, any funny stories, any bad experiences, good experiences, anything else that comes to mind? Yeah, so I've actually been using Airbnb since 2011. Um, I was a guest for a few years before I decided to start hosting. And um, at my first Airbnb, which was in San Francisco, I was traveling on my own and I rented a room from someone that lived in an apartment. But they actually rented out the room to two different people. And so I got the room and the other person that they had also rented to um, got the couch. But it was very odd because there were then two of us and two people that were already living there in an apartment in San Francisco. It ended up being okay. It was just a little cramped. So you've told me that you've used Airbnb to finance a trip to Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. tell Tell us about that. Yeah, so that was back in 2013, um, we were going to, I already had a trip planned to Costa Rica and, um, I had the flight and I was going after South by Southwest and we did really well. We basically, we put up the listing for the first time and, um, we were completely booked with two guests. Um, one for about five days, the other one for the second five days, it rented within five hours. Wow. And so um, every night we had someone in there. So the dividends were so good from that, that it actually paid for my whole trip to Costa Rica, which if you haven't been to Costa Rica, I think you have been. um, It's comparable to the United States in terms of price. So we were touring there for 10 days and I was able to fund all of my spending money with what I made from Airbnb. And just the one room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How much were you renting it out for? That year, about 250 a night. And so... Um, the, For one room? Mm-hmm. Wow. So during South by Southwest, and this was before three brand new hotels had opened, um, we were renting for a lot in Austin. On a typical night, if South by Southwest wasn't going on, that room would probably rent for about 100 to 125 But um, we charged 250 a night, and I split it with my roommate. And so I actually, I told my coworkers about it and my coworkers told me that it had rented so fast because I was charging too little. (laughs) Um, So, but it was okay. We had 
really great guests, very nice people. Um, and actually were able to connect with them and hang out with them during South by Southwest as well. Uh, so you were, you were getting a lot of money for those, uh, for those nights just for one room, $250. And it was still too low. And it just shows how much you can charge when there is an event going on in your city. And this is something I noticed that some people don't adjust their prices you know, appropriately mm-hmm. uh, and missing out on, on quite a, quite a lot. Like it's times like new, new year's, mm-hmm. Christmas, you know, maybe 4th of July or, or anytime there's a, there's a convention or, or any event in your city. Do you, how do you, how do you de- determine prices? So I looked at Airbnb um, before we put the listing up and I looked at um, places that were in my neighborhood and I do live in a pretty great neighborhood in Austin, Texas, because we're very close to bars and restaurants. And one of the things that we said in the listing, which I think helped was I broke down how far it would take to walk to all of those different places. Mm -hmm. Um, And where the main South by Southwest activities are, it's about a mile to walk there. And then we also have Uber and Lyft and cabs that people can use. But really, if you don't want to rely on any type of transportation, you could walk everywhere that you needed to walk. And so that's how I was able to increase the price a bit. Right. And did you look at like all the listings in your, in your area to see what they were charging? or? Yeah, we did look at the listings. And then uh, shortly before South by Southwest, Airbnb reached out to me. I think they uh, looked at a bunch of locations or people that had accounts and said, hey, you live in a desirable place in Austin. You should really consider renting out your place on Airbnb and hosting. Oh, is that how you got started? No, we were thinking of doing it anyway, but when I got that message and they said they gave me a ballpark estimate of how much I could charge, that really gave us the extra oomph to put our place on Airbnb. Interesting. How did they reach out to you on the Airbnb platform? Yes. So it came to me via email and in my inbox on my Airbnb account. So you were already using Airbnb for traveling. Yes. Yeah. I've used it all over the world. Mm. So um, that was a good avenue to really get us to start hosting and um, definitely think I'll use it for other things too. Now that I've gotten my feet wet with using it for South by but um, that was a really good additive. I think it was a community manager from Airbnb for my uh, region. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So wh- what are some of the places that you've traveled to using Airbnb? I've used Airbnb in San Francisco twice. Um, Rome, I'm about to use it in Helsinki. I booked it. I'm going with a bunch of college friends to a wedding in Massachusetts. So there's seven of us. We rented a house. Mm-hmm. in western massachusetts which was far better than the wedding that we're going to the hotel block was about 225 dollars per person so we were able to get a big house within walking distance to the venue so mostly uh, domestic in the united states but then a couple of places around the world and do you prefer staying at airbnbs over hotels Yes. I typically, if I can book an Airbnb for around the same price or lower, I'll use that instead of a hotel. Um, The primary reason being, in the States at least, the taxes that you have to pay on a hotel are often quite high. So if they tell you that the hotel rate is, let's say, $150 a night, 
then they're going to hit you with a state tax and a city tax and usually a tourism tax. So you might end up paying, depending on the city, another $30 to $40 additional over what the hotel stay is. And with Airbnb, you don't have to worry about that. So is it mainly the price that makes you stay at Airbnb or do you also prefer sort of the Airbnb experience? Yeah, I think the price is probably the biggest driver, but then things like um, the location. So I stayed at uh, Airbnb in San Francisco in a neighborhood where there really weren't any hotels and the hosts were very nice. And also if I'm staying for a while, it's nice to have a kitchen mm-hmm. um, and it's a little more private and it's just more versatile. You can live like a local as opposed to being in a hotel where you're very much feel like a tourist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely having a kitchen is a big motivator for me as well to uh, to stay at Airbnbs. And like you said, sometimes you, the only option to stay in a certain neighborhood is an Airbnb, mm-hmm. right? For example, my neighborhood back in Amsterdam, there just aren't any hotels because right. it's a very residential area. And uh, so I think that's that's a really good point. It it's definitely a, a different feel when you're when you're staying in an area where there's no hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, what's uh what have you learned from Airbnb hosting? Have you uh, met any cool people or um, maybe you've learned something about the Airbnb hosting process itself? Yeah. So all the people that have stayed with us um, have been great. And it's interesting when I tell my friends, oh, I've rented out my place on Airbnb. They're often a bit weary because they say, oh my gosh, I don't know if I would like someone staying in my home that I don't know. Um, but it's been a really good way to get to know people. So I had um, a DJ from South Korea stay with us and he had flown all the way from South Korea and he was a really cool guy. And then we had a recording artist from Los Angeles and she was originally from Houston. So when she stayed with us in Austin, Texas, it was a bit like coming home. And then we had um, another guy most recently this year at South by and he stayed with us for about a week and he had a startup in uh, San Francisco. And just you get to meet people from all over the world, hear about their experiences, why they came to town. And I also, I love living in Austin. So I tell people where to go, what to see. And like you mentioned with your place in Amsterdam, my house in Austin is in a really nice centrally located neighborhood but there aren't very many hotels um, in the immediate distance. Mm -hmm. So they're able to live like a local. It's an old neighborhood in Austin. They can see um, a lot of iconic things that they may otherwise not have seen if they were at a downtown hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, Before you started hosting on Airbnb, were you concerned about having people stay at your house? A little bit. Um, So... One of the reasons that we decided not to rent out our entire house was we did want to meet the people who were going to be staying with us. But then once I met those people, I definitely in the future wouldn't be opposed to renting out the whole place. Um, Just because I think that the people that use Airbnb tend to be very altruistic people. They're not here to destroy your home. Um, And they were very, very respectful um, of the space that we did have available. Yep, I found the same thing. Um, it's uh, it's almost like the opposite of what you would expect. Mm-hmm. You know, before I was before I started hosting, I was thinking, you know, probably sometimes you get a guest who, you know, doesn't behave well or 
does some damage to the property or whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I've actually found the opposite. Like I have guests who, for example, break a glass, mm-hmm. something that I wouldn't charge them for. It's just kind of, you know, part of the wear and tear of the, of the, the apartments. Right. Right. But they often leave either some money on the table or they send me an email and say like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I broke a glass. I bought you six new ones. <laughs> and so it's, it's almost the opposite of what, uh, what I, uh, what I expected. Yeah. So it's been a really good experience. So what would you say to somebody who's considering starting hosting on Airbnb? Do you have any like tips or advice on how to get started? Yeah. So I think that um, people considering hosting on Airbnb, first of all, definitely do it. And I think one of the things you want to take into account is where your location is, because if you're in a downtown location or you're in a cool neighborhood in whatever city you're living in and you want a bit of additional income, it's so easy to host and the income will come in so quickly that it's almost silly not to host. Um, The other thing that I would do that um, I found that a lot of the guests like is putting together, you know, a list of recommendations and I've heard about guidebooks, but I haven't gone as far to do that, but I'll definitely give a rundown of the things that I like to do in Austin um, because I am a local and I can show them how to live like a local. Um, And the other thing about hosting that I find is really nice is we do this whenever South by comes to town is put together a little care package. We spend between eight to $10 and get the best things in Austin. So like little granola bars or little things that are going to be good for their stay. Um, but I, the hosting aspect of Airbnb, it's if you want to do it and you have the time um, and you're going to be available, even if you're not necessarily going to be in living in um, the space while someone else is there, mm-hmm. it's definitely a good op- option. And I think doing it during special events is, is also a great way to start. I, I know people who live in their own place but they rent out during special events mm-hmm. and then they just stay with family or friends. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who have done that. So, um, I have another friend back in Austin and he has a two bedroom, two bath condo and he's from Austin. So he'll rent out the whole space and then go stay with friends or family during that time. And he can make a lot more money that way. Cause he can rent out the whole space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you use any other sharing economy platforms? Um, such as? Well, for example, there are platforms where you can rent out your car. And oh. there's a, do you have a car or not? I do have a car. Okay. So you can rent out your car while you're on, on holiday, for example. Oh. And another really cool platform is called Flight Car. <laughs> and the way Flight Car works is, you park your car at the airport mm-hmm. and you park it for free. And while you're away on holiday, someone else can rent it at the airport. Wow. And then, so instead of having to pay for parking, you come back from your holiday, you actually get money wow. because somebody else rented your car. And I, th- I think it's such a cool platform because I always thought I've rented several cars at airports. And you know, when you arrive at an airport and you're flying in and you're looking down and the first thing you see is like thousands of cars, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Everyone parks their car at the airport. Yep. And I've always thought 
that it was kind of like weird to to rent a car from a company while there's all these cars doing nothing, mm-hmm. right? So I think that's a it's a great way to uh, to make better use of uh, of cars because not, apparently ninety five percent of the time a car is parked. Wow! Yeah, I've never heard of that, but I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, it's a it's really good idea, and there's there's so many other platforms popping up. I was just talking to a Dutch guy a couple weeks ago, and he has a platform. It's called Barco, and the platform allows people who own a boat to rent out their boat. Oh, because a boat is another another thing that usually just mm-hmm. you know sits in a in a harbor or a mm-hmm. marina somewhere, and it's people t- typically only use their boat a couple times a year, mm-hmm. and so it's such a waste of uh, of resources. And so I think you know, renting out a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, is also a great way. It's a great platform for for the for the sharing economy. Yeah, no, that that is a good idea. Yeah, so there's a lot of other ones, but uh, we won't go into uh, to all of those because then we will be talking for another couple hours. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, so um, Aline, thank you so much for sharing your story and your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. And for the listeners, of course, uh, we have a lot of cool resources for you guys on getpaidforyourpet.com so go ahead and and check it out there's some free reports uh, some other cool free stuff that you can get and uh you know look forward forward to hearing from you as well if you have any questions about airbnb hosting feel free to send an email to info at getpaidforyourpet.com and of course next week we'll have another episode so we'll see you then